0: I think we're blessed in the county with a lot of uh, charities, a lot of community groups, a lot of people doing you know, so much good, especially uh, coming to the fore really since COVID. But uh, with me now is uh, somebody doing some excellent work and has got some news to share with us, I think, but it's Pindy Cor. Pindy is the Community Development Manager for SCCYC. And um, welcome, Pindy, and perhaps you should explain to us what SCCYC is.
1: Hi, Adrian. Thank you. Um, SCCYC is a Sikh community centre and youth club and we're a registered charity in Northampton. Um, we do quite a lot of work, support and poverty, health and wellbeing, education and training, heritage and museum, volunteering scheme. We do literally uh, um, an all-round service for individuals and the wider community and Sikh community.
0: So it's not exclusively the Sikh community. you do you offering your services to anyone in the community, yes?
1: Yes, all communities and even reaching out to the wider town to include the county as well.
0: Mm. How long has the SCCYC been going?
1: It's con- some it's, um, 24 years this year. Um, it started off initially as a youth club and a gym and it's grown over the years to... Fill in any gaps there are uh, with any services that are needed by the local community and also the BME communities.
0: And, and very long established and very successful because you've got some great news to share with us right from the last few days what uh, what's happened what's been announced?
1: Well we're absolutely thrilled to announce that um, SCCYC has been uh, honoured with an, a Queen's Award and the Queen's Award is for the voluntary service for so many volunteers for SECYC over 24 years and also our partner Singh Sabha who's our building partner as well for over 40 years and um, it's the equivalent of an MBE for voluntary groups and it's just we're just over the moon about it.
0: I can imagine congratulations that's um, very well deserved indeed mm-hmm. and you know this comes at a great time because you're just in the middle of um, a new project or a new building I understand.
1: Yeah, yeah we've um, it's been a painstaking process but we're nearly there. We will be moving to the Waterside Connect Centre. It's a new community hub for all communities and it's based in St James um, on St James Mill Road and we anticipate an opening end of August and um, hopefully we'll be presented with the award at the opening as well if everything goes to time.
0: Oh nice one indeed. So how many um, staff work for you and how many volunteers have you got associated with that, um, as you
1: know, staff I'm the only full-time permanent staff and then there's um, there's normally about 10 session workers and they all do their own projects um, because we're at such a challenging time and even more challenging now um, things keep changing so staff change with whatever's needed and what services are needed mm. and volunteers between the two groups as we said we're a partner group um currently, there's probably like two hundred volunteers that's ad hoc and regular volunteers doing all sorts of things like cooking, cleaning, professional skills um going out there feeding homeless um, doing food drops, everything and anything really i t marketing we just have a lot of volunteers and they're all from different communities as well
0: mm. yeah. And the Waterside Connect Centre, then tell us a little bit about what, you know, what um, facilities or functions are housed within that new space.
1: Um, In the Waterside Connect Centre, there'll be um, a support service there. So there's a a support service room and uh, we're hoping to have a women's room as well. So to, to provide confidential support, there'll be a food bank, clothing bank, a massive community kitchen. Um, because we do homeless uh, food and also COVID-related food as well. Mm. Uh, There will be a heritage museum, which is still being completed as we speak. Classrooms, which will double up as meeting rooms, conference rooms, and also youth room, Mm. as young people wanted their own uh, room where they can just be themselves and just express themselves really and do their projects from there. Um, and also um, an exercise room as well where people can do yoga and other classes um, it's everything we'd already do and for the of your future it will just be that but then as we grow we'll start expanding services and we're also planning a catering enterprise and mm-hmm. that social enterprise all the profits will go towards uh, supporting uh, uh, supporting Poverty services.
0: So you yeah, you've got some great plans. Uh, where's the gym gone? Because I think you said it started with a gym. Is that the exercise room, or are you going to have a, a proper gym?
1: Yeah, we eventually will have a gym. It's a it's a cardio gym and um, an exercise room. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, it's a bit. It's quite challenging at the moment, so we need to do it slowly and like do minimum and then work our way up again. Now. <laughs>
0: No, indeed. Well, you know, you've referred to COVID and the changes, but just tell us of sort of uh, what you've seen in the last, say, four or five years in terms of the main issues that you're addressing and and the community needs help and support with. And then how has that changed with COVID?
1: Yeah, Um, there's always been poverty issues, support issues in the town and in our community and the BME community. Um, And we've always tried to fill in gaps, which a lot of global organizations especially with bme communities they don't always have that culture specific knowledge mm. um, so we always try and fill them gaps but also the wider community wherever there's food needed be it homeless families um, domestic violence victims um, it's quite uh it's been challenging but we've always been there but since covid um from march the 7th of It's just really grown because elderly, isolated, so they needed help. People have lost their jobs. Um, Children have been at school, so it's been challenging. People working from home, businesses. um, It's actually quite heartbreaking to see all that. Mm. And so we just redirected everything we had, funds, staffing, and just concentrating on just helping people at the moment and sustaining ourselves and the service.
0: You have a board, I guess, a board of trustees, board of directors?
1: Yeah, we have a board of trustees and then we have a management board and then we have subgroups as well.
0: Mm. And you, you're the yeah. sort of um, the linchpin. You're the key to, to all those, right? So you're the, you're the boss.
1: Yeah, I'm the boss. <laughs> 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 I'm the glue. <laughs> I'm everybody's staff.
0: <laughs> okay. So just um, to, to clarify, this is a town-wide um, uh, uh, service, but you do tend to draw a lot on the BAME community then that's where where a lot of the need sadly is no
1: yeah bme community but also uh, the wider community because we are based in like the in town center currently in the castle ward and then st james ward Mm. and so they're the communities we concentrate on most because they're the ones who need the most support and poverty as well as bme culture specific support
0: Mm. And are the values then? Is the whole, um, you know, concept based on Sikh values, uh, uh, or is it much broader than that?
1: Yeah, what well, we over the years, what we've done a lot of school visits to do, police training, carers training on Sikh. Sikhs and how to like help them and identify and the core values behind Sikhism Mm
0: -hmm. and what
1: we found is actually the Sikh values that were started in the 16th century uh, when the religion was born are actually the same as British core values and the values are volunteering as we've seen we've done well with volunteering, um, equality be it gender, gender and all communities being equal and all statuses being equal and also helping each other, helping those in need. Um, so there are core values and that's what we share within our community, that's what volunteers work towards and that's what we're sharing widely with schools and other communities and that's our whole core mission to share mm. values mm. and some more exciting news is that our new heritage museum is actually going to be all about sharing these values. Through exhibitions, through digital mediums, workshops um, for everybody to learn and enjoy. Um, mm.
0: uh, are you at liberty to tell us your sort of annual running budget, and um, you know where you get your funding from, and what, if anything, the listeners and the community of Northampton can do to help?
1: We actually have very little budget, but we do so much all because well, of do. donations, our partnerships, and also, the volunteering which builds our capacity, but right now it is a very challenging time for all charities. So any donations are welcome for us to to provide our support and poverty project more than anything else, and also food donations, um, resources, and volunteering. We always got room for more volunteers as well.
0: Okay, so how do people get in touch with you? Find out more or get in touch with you.
1: Um, you can either email myself, it's pindy, P-I-N-D-Y at watersideconnect.com. Um, we also have a website, it's www.watersideconnect.com, and our phone number, 01604 475 802.
0: Okay, well I'll repeat that in a minute, but that's Pindy at waterside.com, com, and 01604-475802. Yes? Yeah. It's but Waterside how, Co- Sorry, go ahead. It's Pindy at
1: WatersideConnect.com.
0: I, I beg your pardon, Pindy at WatersideConnect.com. I'm thinking of the university obviously too much <laughs> <with the laughs>
1: it's very similar. <laughs>
0: um so how has COVID affected you know you personally in your sort of working life? Are you working harder, or have you got more time to think because you're working from home? Or you know, how's how's the situation affected you, Pindi?
1: I think I am personally I'm working a lot harder um, because it's just such so such uncertainty. We we are used to planning ahead five years and then. And more in detail one year and budgeting and now everything's just kind of is just happening and so trying to keep up with it planning finding finance and working from home not being able to connect with volunteers like face-to-face is always much easier and also other staff and networking with people it's really difficult mm. so we have found it really challenging but even so, we're still managing and, well, trying to sustain everything as well. So, getting there. No,
0: indeed. I Are think you everybody's working...
1: in the same boat.
0: Oh, very much so. Are you working very closely with um, other charities then in the town? I mean, you've got your partnership, but, uh, you know, is, is there, do you see a lot of collaboration across the charities in the town? Because clearly, since COVID, the the need has grown. Uh, oh, yes,
1: yeah. Um a... so we... Yeah, we always have. We never try to do anything by ourselves. Um, there's always people that will, like it just makes you stronger working with people and affiliating to groups. Like we recently joined the Chamber, which helps with business. Um, well, about two years ago, we um, worked with the Hope Centre. They help us with food. We help them with homeless gaps or hot food. Um, we work with local food banks and swapping food as well. And our projects are all in partnership as well. So the reason why we manage to do so much is because we identify partners, we um, make use of infrastructure organisations and our youth club works with NAYC. So it just makes us stronger and more successful and you share resources, skills and help each other.
0: Great philosophy. What sort of numbers of... Uh, people do you uh, you know impact uh, the beneficiaries over a course of a year i mean do you have you got that sort of measure
1: um it just varies year to year um like this year will be uh, a a lot different to last year but um on average um it's about 800 people and then if you add on top of that things like carnival and events so about five thousand people and with our new waterside connect center when it's fully operational after social distancing we're expecting a footfall of about 12,000 people in the first year that's businesses charities beneficiaries and just general service users using our services
0: Wow that's a significant impact and, and reach well look what a wonderful um, success story for the town and the county pindi and I can see you you know you you so passionately and eloquently uh, explain it. Um, absolutely. Congratulations. Wonderful news on the Queen's Award for Voluntary Service. Mm, really. Yeah. Just congratulations
1: so to North- Northamptonshire. It's all shared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what a lovely sentiment indeed. So if you'd like to know more, if you'd like to donate, give your time, um, just find out more. It is, let me get this right, www.watersideconnect.com. And you can yeah. contact Pindy at watersideconnect.com or phone northampton 01604 475 802 keep up the good work pindy keep safe keep up the good work i am still looking forward and we must get this date in the diary when i can come and visit and see see it all for myself but um a great pleasure and delight to have you on the show with such an informative insight to a wonderful group in the town thank you ever so much thank you thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed that interview So until next time, thank you very much again for listening.